0: nerd soul lay ill kid at one youngster holding it down bringing this street geek and nerd soul what is up my people today oh yeah another wonderful episode of that's right on screen we're talking about ahsoka you look you know the deal because we are joined by a star wars aficionado i give to you jay Shearer. what's up
1: I'm coming live from the World Between Worlds just to see what's going on with this episode. It's there's lots of thoughts on this episode on the on the internet, so we should talk about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna open up with the the all-encompassing question. Did you like this episode?
1: I did, yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked I liked the episode. I did not like it as much as episode four. I saw a okay. bunch of people on Twitter that were out there saying, you know, they thought it was the best thing that Star Wars has done since I think one person said since the prequel trilogy. Um I'm not in that camp at all. Like I think that this episode has some 10, 10 out of ten moments, but overarchingly, I think it's probably more like an eight eight and a half out of ten
0: for me personally. Okay, okay. That's that's good. Now I will yeah, say that's good. I like this episode as well. And Since this is two in a row Two in a row y'all One more and we have what's called a winning streak That's right It's called a streak So if y'all could do one more good one It's called a streak So just please Please pay attention Do good stuff Continue to make good stuff Because then it will all be well You know we'll all be happy Everything will be (laughs) fine It'll all be good um. <laughs> um. There's there's a couple of things I wanted to hit on, and I know I you put out a tweet, so I want to want to touch on that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But first, I want to give a shout out to Captain Tava. Um, Captain Tava, he's held it down. He's been he's been with us for quite some time, throughout the series. He's like a uh, part of the connecting thread of these new of these new series, and I like. I like how he's continually trying to poke and prod like, hey, look, you know they're gonna come over here. Yeah. Like you know they want answers. <laughs> like we need to tell them something. Something has got to we gotta give them something. Hmm. And also when she's like just you know, star for time, <laughs> he goes up, he goes up and he's like, Oh uh, yeah, um uh who is this? <laughs> and the captain of the other <laughs> ship is like, you know who we are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that. That's an old school props.
1: move. <laughs> yeah. That's such an old school move. Who are you again?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, uh so uh I'm going to need confirmation of who you are. You know exactly who we are. Like don't don't play games. You know exactly who we are. But I, I did want to give him his, you know, his uh, you know, his his flowers why he's here. Because I love Captain Tava. It's been a great part. You know. Kudos to you. So yeah. Yeah. now I have to talk about Hera. Um mm-hmm. Hera uh I got I got a I got an issue with you. Um, here's my issue with h- you, Hera. You fell in love with a Jedi. You had a baby with a Jedi. And then when your son, who is the byproduct of said Jedi, says that he's able to hear or sense something, you can't just be like, oh well, Chopper don't hear it so over here, I guess is all. <laughs> like, you know, this kid got force skills or at least most likely has why are you acting brand new mm. like come on Hera. like mm. you gotta believe it. now at the end of the episode she does say may the force be with you so maybe she's starting to believe you know may. but i'm like you saw what kanan could do like why would you you know that your son most likely has force sensitivity or force you know abilities So, it's almost like she wasn't believing him until, like, you had to push her a little bit to believe. It's like, he knows what he's talking, like, he knows what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, ah. but, I mean, you know, she did, she did come around, and she did listen, you know, she did listen. So, she listened to the waves, but it just, it bothered me that she didn't, I mean, she should have known, like, this is your kid from a (laughs) Jedi that you were with. Or am, am, I, am I tripping too much?
1: No, but here's what I think is going on. Okay. I think that this is expository for the people who... Like, I've never seen Jason before on screen, because I haven't gotten far enough into Rebels to see him. Oh, so, yeah, like, he's
0: only on screen for, like, 10 seconds in the epilogue or whatever.
1: Oh, okay. So, see, I didn't even know, like, how much he was seen or not seen. So, like, to me... I think what's going on here is it's basically like Dave Filoni saying nobody really knows like that this kid, who this kid is. I don't think they'd even mention Kanan until, until, or at least they hadn't mentioned Kanan in the context of being his father until this episode. I don't think. True. Yeah. So I think, I think it's you're right. kind of more like, well, how are we going to showcase to people who this kid is and what he's capable of doing? And, but you're right. Like it, because of that, because that's a thing that they have to do, just in case people haven't seen the other um series in this case the clone wars and rebels because of what else happens in this episode um then it's kind of like okay well we got to let them know like this is kind of how this kid fits in because they might not otherwise know and then Mm. it doesn't feel genuine when she's like yeah i don't care what my kid's saying like it doesn't matter he hears lightsabers in the waves like what a weirdo (laughs) like just let him do what he's gonna do like
0: i don't know what's wrong with this kid
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly exactly.
0: Say like, uh he's your child and you know that he was a child of a Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That you literally were with for years.
1: <sighs> Not only that but a Jedi who literally had to use like his force sensibilities to see and interact with the world. Which is what this kid's doing, right? Like he's 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 basically using the force to understand that Ahsoka is having an experience. Like that's how attuned he is to what's going on with the force at that time. It's not even his experience. It's it's another force-sensitive person's experience that he's actually commenting on, which Mm -hmm. is pretty fascinating.
0: The, I guess the way they did it kind of annoyed me, mm. but I get where you're coming from because I'm sure they're probably saying, well, there's no guarantee that they watched Rebels, or if they did watch Rebels, they would have had to watch it all the way to the end to know that he's Kanan's son. So I get that. The only the only the only bad thing about that is the people that did watch it because you told us that we need to watch everything. The people that did watch it <laughs> Are like why are we rehashing this? We've been here, like the whole. You sold this show on our nostalgia for that series, to for the most part, or yeah, I mean for that series and and Clone Wars. So we've seen that. Yes. So that's why we're here. Why are we? I, I don't know, I, but I I get what you're saying. They do. There's always kind of like Stanley said, everyone's comic book is someone's first comic yeah. book. So. You know, it. I, I get that point. So, you know, I, I will, you know, I will be able to concede that point. I, you know, I, I understand that part.
1: It's gotten pretty convoluted. Though. I mean, whether it's Marvel or Star Wars, the, all of which you have to watch. I've never done the calculation. But just imagine how much of your life needs to be dedicated to a Star Wars or Marvel show in order for you to understand, without context, what's going on in that show like it, it's crazy it's so much it's so much and there and yeah. i think that this is this is all fairly new outside the world of comic books you know like comic book serial storytelling is it's not been done in movies uh all that, that often because we've never really had a bunch of serialized storytelling in film mm-hmm. we've had james bond but like each one of those it's kind of a standalone adventure some of them relate to other ones um but yeah not, it kind of you know, it kind of depends together. Exactly. Right, exactly. With the
0: newer the newer crop with uh Daniel Craig, they kind of Yes, they build
1: on each other. They build little.
0: on each other, but then other ones are kind of like, Hey, this is just another mission.
1: Yep, exactly. Exactly. So it's kind of a new thing to have sequels and uh third movies and fourth movies and fifth movies and sixth movies. And so I think that it's getting harder and harder to just keep up with those and understand. It's only been a comic book thing. And you're right the people who ran the comic books figured that out pretty quickly like people are just going to be completely lost if we don't give them kind of a a precursor into this is who this character is every single time they show up in a new series but i mean that's a lot of work (laughs) so (laughs) we're gonna see if marvel and disney can get back to that
0: yeah like writing it in a way where it doesn't super annoy people that have been there but right. then also brings people in that have no idea because like, say someone went, um, someone saw a trailer for Ahsoka, but never really knew anything about Star Wars before. It was like, oh, this looks really cool. Right. And they're like, oh, there's tons of other stuff. But I mean, they don't have enough time to watch all that stuff before, you know, it's before the show comes out. Right. Because you're talking about, okay, with Clone Wars, you have the movie. And then, like, seven seasons? Oof, yeah, a lot. I think. And then four seasons of Rebels. And then a, a spattering of episodes on Mandalorian. Yeah. All to kind of give us an idea of where we are now. Right. And, like, did Morgan,
1: like, you bring up Mandalorian, for example. Did Morgan exist inside Rebels? Or is she just a creation of
0: yeah she's from she's from mandalorian i don't remember seeing
1: her anywhere else right exactly so like just think of where all these characters are coming from they're like if you've only seen rebels and you haven't seen clone wars then this this episode you're going like okay wait a minute i gotta catch up with exactly how this all fits together so they're making a lot of assumptions um going into this particular episode with all that happens
0: yeah it's it's weird it's for someone who has been with Star Wars since the prequels, this is a gold mine treasure episode. Yeah. But if you picked up at the Mandalorian cuz the Mandalorian is a hit. So say if you picked up at the Mandalorian and you did, say you're too young so all right prequels came out when did the prequels come out like 99, 98. Yep. So okay, let's 99. let's say you were born in okay let's say you were born okay let's say you were born in 2010 that makes you 13 now and you watch yeah. The Mandalorian maybe it's a little bit too old for you but you still watched it so <laughs> 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 there's some stuff for Mandalorian I'm like oh eh, well you're 13 so I guess okay but um <laughs> yeah. so so you're 13, 14 now and you're watching The Mandalorian and you're like oh there's this cool character she did like some samurai stuff alright I want to watch that too but you didn't know there was even animated stuff we just know about The Mandalorian hmm. And of course you like looked online you're like oh cool there's other movies and stuff you know that's great but I mean you were too young for people to take you to it because you're just getting old enough to like start watching stuff on your own sort of so you watch this you're kind of like uh, I mean I know what Darth Vader is as like a cultural reference but I don't know who Anakin is and is Anakin Darth Vader and like you know like okay. I can see someone being sort of lost even though they're interested in at least some of the material.
1: Absolutely, yep.
0: So yeah, that you know, I, I will, I will back up it and give them the props on that. I will, I will give them props on that. So, um, I'm going to then admonish another person, uh, in Hu Yang. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just admonishing everyone today. So okay, Hu Yang. You know that right now, (sighs) there are at least that we know of very little Jedi across the galaxy, very few. You know, and they, you know, we're just, you know, we're just past the, you know, we're we're just past the whole issue of the the Empire. We're starting to rebuild. That we know of, there's only like a, a handful. Why? with the knowledge of a new young possible jedi would you say no i'm not going to train you no i'm not going i'm not going to show you how to make unless he's being like facetious or something like that <laughs> yeah, but yeah. if in my opinion this is like hu yang's prime directive is mm. to train up a new crop of jedi if he comes across them and jason is a perfect example of someone who has already exhibited the force four skills i mean him and uh i don't know broom boy from last jedi <laughs>
1: yeah
0: <laughs> don't get me started on broom boy oh boy <laughs> but, but the fact is i was like "Bro, this is your chance you're supposed to train them like what's going on with you but am i am i wanting too much from who yang maybe i'm tripping
1: I mean, we'd have to ask ourselves what the Jedi protocol are to say if he's being within character or not, right? Because like, he already said he already said that he wouldn't train Sabine. And that makes sense in context because Sabine's very old to be trained as a Jedi. Yeah. Um, part of the whole thing with the prequel, the entire prequel trilogy is built off the fact that Anakin is too old to train to be a Jedi and too powerful and too chaotic. Um, yeah. So it and makes he sense. Was,
0: he was only like... I'm guessing nine.
1: Yeah. It had to be 10, um, nine, nine, 10. Yes.
0: Yeah, so I'm like guessing. Cause they never really say how old he is, but right. we're assuming nine or 10.
1: Yeah. And it seems crazy to me. I mean, Jedi, we know the Jedi did not do the right thing and, and it, because it does seem crazy that you'd say, here's somebody with a midichlorian count that's off the charts. They have the potential to be an amazing force user, but also they could destroy the world. So I guess we won't, or the galaxy. So I guess we won't train them. It's like, wait a minute. Shouldn't that be the person you do train? Yeah, what, that what if they the, the only
0: person that you put all right. of your energy into making sure that they are good they are just, that they care about people, that they respect life, that they, you know, that they, they love their fellow man, you know, like all, all those beautiful things. That's the person that you should be like driving all of your, like, I don't know, like your care bearers power into. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So like, okay, so that, so it makes
1: sense that if, if the Jedi order says, if you're too old. And, and I get it, too. Like, if you haven't learned to use your Force power and you're just doing Jedi mind tricks on the side and it's, like, no big deal.
0: <laughs> on the, the side. De-
1: <laughs> you know, like, you're like, oh, you know, I don't I don't really want to give a tip for my for the alcoholic drink I just bought at the bar. So I'm just going to, like, say I already gave a tip. Like, I get it. Like, you're like, okay, you're too old. You don't really know the Force that well. You're not going to get any better at the Force. And so you just keep doing your Jedi mind tricks. We're going to leave you alone. I get that. Mm-hmm. So, in context, him saying, like, I'm not going to train Sabine makes sense. But then, in in context, him saying that he's not going to train Jason doesn't make sense because it seems like the Jedi protocol would be train this kid as young as possible. So,
0: yeah. it's confusing.
1: <laughs> and Jason
0: looks like he's approximately the same age that Anakin was. Maybe. Maybe a little older. I, I don't know because yeah. I can't remember how long it's been since the end of rebels and even when we do the epilogue for rebels jason looks like he's a toddler maybe because he's already sitting in the seat he he might be five or so i don't know i'm sure someone can come in the comments and let me know exactly how old he is but he looks five-ish maybe yeah like i mean he's animated animated too so it doesn't really help but you know what i mean yeah just like just like when um what was it uh leia was supposed to be 10 and i'm like this girl's like six what are you talking about <laughs> yeah 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 well there's also no way that he's not been
1: trained by ahsoka a little bit right like i mean it'd be insane if you okay so you you are building a new republic and mm-hmm. you're thinking to yourself like one of the things that would be really valuable for us to have is any force user that we know of we should start to train them to become the jedi because before the jedi got two, uh, you know, like we need to live in a giant palace Jedi before they got into that kind of Jedi order. The Jedi order was around for thousands of years and it was doing a lot of good in the world. So if there's some force sensitive people, we should probably start training them up again. Um, I mean, this is the still the time, like, let me think about this contextually. This is still the time when Luke is off somewhere creating a Jedi order, right? This is, yes. He, yeah. We, so, we're like,
0: under the impression that that Luke is somewhere with Kylo and some right. kids, <laughs> exactly. You know, exactly. kind of like chilling.
1: And you're going to tell me that Jason is not going to be part of that? Like, come on. He's like, he's got to be part of that. There's no way that he could not be part of that. So, I'm assuming that that Hu- that Hu Yang line is him being more of your obnoxious three PO droid of like, I'm not going to train you because. I don't train kids or something as opposed to him saying it because he's truly not going to train Jason. But I guess the jury's still out. <laughs> we'll have to see yeah, where Filoni goes with Because
0: it. it might be one of those things where he's like, I'm not going to train you. Psych, I am going to train you.
1: Right. Not exactly. That. Exactly.
0: And uh, I will uh, with that said, I will also throw a shout out to Mr. Falonte because Dave you did your thing on this. Hmm. Like I, I've made fun of your, I've made fun of your directing styles before and said that we don't need to be, you know, paying for your training wheels to direct and stuff like that. <laughs> so at the same time, I'm going to give you props when you do a good one. I think this episode is great. Um, I was upset when this episode was over. So I give you your props. I really think this was well paced. It gave us everything we needed to a certain degree. I'm mad because we don't see what's going on with Sabine, but I'm also glad because we got a lot of this sort of relational closure, emotional closure, you know, with Anakin and and Ahsoka, even if it's just through his force ghost, I assume it's his force ghost because who knows, but I assume it's his force ghost. Where she's able to let go and let God, if you will. So, <laughs> you know, shouts to Dave Filoni on
1: that. Dave well, Filoni yeah. did an amazing job. He was yeah. he was great. Yeah, he did the sh- his shots were great. He had um, some of the shots where Anakin would momentarily turn into Vader were brilliant, and the way that he inc- he he directed those was brilliant. So, yeah, definitely props to uh, to Filoni for this one. This was great.
0: <laughs> yeah it in in every way this episode kind of shows star wars star warsiness you know <laughs> yeah yeah star wars goodness um and i'll i'll uh go in and get into that right now with the whole uh world between worlds anakin ahsoka all of that um i love this part of the episode i really do it it feels good as someone who has invested so much time into star wars since the prequels it is a great like it's a great moment with these two Hmm. you know of him being like you know i still have to teach you and seeing her holding on to kind of what Balin said of like you know your whole uh your whole I guess your, your history or your legacy is nothing but you know death and destruction hmm. and you know being like no no I mean yes but it's more than that it's more than just that and I like that but I wanted to throw it to you and your tweet uh, you said people are really misinterpreting Ahsoka right now. I talked about it with that nerd soul last week. That's me. <laughs> and we'll have to go over it again this week. Let me just say this: it actually was—it wasn't actually Vader in the cave on Dagobah with Luke. And if you would, please shed light <laughs> on how people are misinterpreting this whole—I guess maybe segment of this episode which is like, which is a large part of it yeah
1: yeah so first let me say this it is the best part of the episode hands down in fact yes. it ends at about halfway through the episode and the episode can't even well i guess if you're a big fan of the space whales like it can it can attain that level of height again but like for me personally without having a lot of context into the space whales uh the rest of the episode is somewhat boring comparative to what she's doing with Anakin um during this like 10 minute segment, which is which is kind of just like brilliant. Like when I said the when I said there's 10 out of 10 moments, like this these are the moments. They all occur mm-hmm. in this in this sequence. Yeah. Um, so the meat of the episode is all about this fact that she. So let's break this down. I'll I'll tell you why I've made the tweet. There was some There was a lot of talk on Twitter today that was trying to suggest that this was actually Anakin showing up. That this was Anakin intentionally showing up, potentially as a forced ghost, to complete her training. That's not the way that I read it at all, and I don't even think that you can actually... I'd be I'm I'm interested in arguments that could be made towards this, but I have a whole host of arguments that I would make against it. Um and, and and let's just start with let's just start with if you go through the dialogue of the conversation that they're having, um Ahsoka says to him after they after they they begin fighting, right? Let's let's talk about why they begin fighting. The question is whether or not Ahsoka will continue to fight for her life and to live right mm-hmm. the the metaphor or the analogy that's being used here is that she is she has been quote-unquote killed by balen skull and now the question is will she fight to uh gain regain consciousness yeah in the real world and continue her, her adventures or will she just succumb to Look, the world is a complex place. I don't even know my my way around it anymore. I've become very stoic. I don't even know, you know, we've seen her being so stoic that it's almost a question of like does she really care or is she just going through the motions? And yeah. to me this was this was kind of the analogy of saying like are you going to care and are you going to show up and keep living or would you rather just go and be one with the force now? And that's the that's the basic premise of her being in this what I would call a forced vision. Mm -hmm. Now, the next question is, okay, well, what does she have to learn in order for her to make it through this vision and, and live as opposed to deciding that she's not going to continue. Um, and that's where you have to say, okay, is this actually Anakin showing up or is this her trying to understand better someone who she had um, immense admiration for that went on to turn to the dark side. And then how do you deal with that? Mm, And so uh, to me, it's, it's kind of revealed early on because he says, he says to her, um, we're going to do this training exercise. And then he cuts the uh, bridge that they're on. They fall down. She becomes young Ahsoka. And one of the first things is she says to him, like, we're in the clone wars and he's like yeah of course we're in the clone wars um and uh i can't remember the exact dialogue i put it in a, in a tweet
0: he said this a... is one of our first missions
1: yeah yeah this is one of our first missions and then she said why are we here and he's and he was and he basically goes like i don't know this is your this is your deal right so if it's anakin this is not very directed training by him. He's letting her experience whatever moments that she needs to experience to get through the part of the character journey that she needs to cross. So that to me would indicate that this is Ahsoka's vision. And Ahsoka is dealing with her understanding of who Anakin was, who he became, and then how he ended, right? Okay. Which she okay. didn't get to see. Um And so, and then if you, if you keep going through this, that makes a lot more sense to me as it relates to her character journey and as it relates to Anakin's character journey. Because on the one side, if Anakin is still training her at this point, it removes some of her agency. It removes some of her, it it, it honestly feels a little awkward because now it feels like she needs to hear from her former master who happens to have, made a lot of wrong choices none of which he brings up by the way in this episode um in fact if it's anakin he switches back and forth between being good anakin and bad anakin for no for no reason it's almost more like she's she's having trouble seeing him as good anakin she keeps seeing him as vader flash in okay because okay. she's trying to deal with that but if it's him why would he flash there like why make that part why make that part of your training so to me, um, a lot of those things under scrutiny don't hold up as well. And the reason I bring it up too is because some very influential Star Wars fandom prequel era people who have been gatekeepers in the fandom oh, are the boy. ones that are like advocating for this and I'm like, this feels like another theory that you're advocating for so that you can continue to be a gatekeeper but like a wider understanding of the Star Wars because if th- if it really is Anakin, then why would he, after going through all that he's gone through, traumatizing uh Ahsoka, um, why would he come back and traumatize her more? That doesn't seem like an that doesn't seem like someone who turned to the light sides kind of move, right? To come back and do that. So um so there's there's a lot of reasons why I just don't feel like now now bryant dylan and i bryant's from um, fanbase press um Mm -hmm. you and he have been on shows with me before um great great commentator like he and i were he was like oh i have to think about that and he was thinking like well maybe it it is part of uh, anakin's essence that does show up and i'm not arguing against that per se i'm arguing against it being like this is anakin going through the final processes of ahsoka's training it's like that doesn't seem like what this is at all. This seems very much like when Luke, like in my tweet, Luke goes to Dagobah, he goes into the cave, even though Yoda's like, uh, who knows what you're going to see in there, good luck, bud. He goes into the cave, <laughs> he fights Vader. What does he do with Vader? He destroys Vader. He cuts Vader's head off. What happens? It The helmet melts away and it is Luke's face. What is that saying to Luke? It's saying to Luke, you will become me if you become the person who is filled with hate and filled with rage and feels like he needs to destroy Darth Vader like you will become Darth Vader. And this is Ahsoka's time to say, do I become Anakin? Do I become Vader or do I become something different entirely? And if you notice, she makes the similar choice that Luke makes is that she throws her lightsaber away when faced with with Vader and says I'm not doing this man like i'm not going down this road and that's what brings her back to appreciating life and appreciating what she can bring to the world so to me to say that this is anakin coming back and training her is actually to do a disservice to ahsoka um where this is actually her wrestling through this issue as opposed to him guiding her through this issue right that's just my t- personal take.
0: okay okay well no nah, i i like that because my my thought i thought it was a force ghost i thought it could have been three things but my favorite idea is force ghost because it just feels good to me to see them two together but my first was it was her conscience basically what you said second was it was a force ghost from anakin and i'll Mm. explain what i mean by that in the second one and the third was that this was that little that little owl from the world between worlds that follows her around Mm. that was my third idea that it could Mm. have been yeah. um the reason I thought it could have been um Anakin is because this is a Anakin soon after this is an Anakin force ghost soon after uh return hmm. so this is someone who has has recently I mean you know time wise recently come back to the good redeemed himself and sees his sort of like his his padawan slash best friend slash you know partner in crime kind of thing you know sees her struggling and it's like i don't want you to struggle like i struggled because i came through the other side she needs my help so that's kind of why i see it that way it's because like okay this is anakin who's very close to when he turned going back being like yes i was bad but that wasn't all i was I am all of Obi-Wan's training. I am all of Qui-Gon's training. You are all you are all of these. You are not just me. And you're not just the bad of me. You know, so so I did that's kind of how I thought it was, how I saw it from the Force Ghost Anakin side. From the owl side, I saw it as this is, I guess, the the light side of the force doing what needed to be done to get her back in the saddle. Mm. And then from her conscious side, I agree more with what you were saying. This is her conscious trying to reconcile like am I am I what Vader was or am I what Anakin was or am I the possibilities of all of those teachings but directing them or taking them in another way. Right. Um right and i just personally i just like the force ghost idea because i in in general i love force ghost (laughs) moments even even in last jedi even though it shouldn't be necessary but i love when yoda comes in and says hey stupid (laughs) (laughs) it's always worth hope it's always worth training up the next person that can protect people what is wrong with you? Why do I have to come back and tell you these things? <laughs> like, get off your butt, <laughs> teach this girl to be a Jedi. Just because you made one mistake. Okay, so let me let me guess. If you were cooking something and you burned, say you burned the rice one time, are you just gonna never eat rice again, or are you gonna like learn how to do it properly, or not make the mistake, or make sure you watch the food on the stove? Like, like. <sighs> Jedi be Jedi be messing up all the time, but <laughs> but anyway, I I like those those pep talks because honestly, in in my in my honest statement, I would love for my grandfather to just show up and be like, "Hey, look, kid, I love you. It's been a long time, and you need to do this and this because you' messing up right here. You know, I mean? mm-hmm. it would be it would be awesome to." have moments like that because i'm sure all of us have someone in our lives that we love that would be like great to just sit down and have one more chat with them you know you know when times get tough or something like that but that's why i love the force go scenes so that's why i would love for it to be a force force go scene but i also understand how it could work from the the uh the consciousness side because if it's if it is a force ghost scene, the way I reconcile the part where he's like, I don't know why we're here, is even though I'm here in the world between worlds, we're also dealing with your subconscious. So I don't know why your mind took us here, but I'm here to tell you that I'm not only Vader and you're not only the worst parts of me. And like, you... Can decide to live. You can decide that life is more than just existing in this ship. Like Sabine said, th- you know, you you can do more than just existing in a ship. You can put down roots. Hmm. Like it and then also the prequelness of it all just it still messes with my head where I'm like, so Ahsoka like actually kicked it with Luke for a minute, right? And so <laughs> So how do we have these issues? Like there's no unless unless Ahsoka's gonna die at the end of the movie that they have that wraps all these up. I'm like, I'm still trying to figure out how like the first or even with as stupid as the the New Republic is, like you have <laughs> Luke, a couple of force users under him. There's still people with the force are being bored all around the galaxy. Like like the, the, they, they they weren't They weren't completely just, like, obliterated. They weren't, like, Thanos snapped away. And, like, Ahsoka's here, too. So it's, like, why didn't you get, like, proactive about this? Mm. But with that said, I do love her kind of transformation. We see her again. We see her with the all well, not all white, but the the lighter clothes. She has the white linen, the the lighter gray, like she got and and I'm feeling it. I'm like, and then we actually see her smile. Yeah. Like, oh my God, joy is (laughs) way back. (laughs) Because we've seen Ahsoka smile before. We've seen her hopeful before. So I like that. I'm kinda mad it took us five episodes to get because we only got three (laughs) left. But you know, I am happy that we got a joyful Ahsoka back. You know, someone who, you know, is has a zest for life and like, you know, actually enjoys, you know, the company of you know others and stuff like that. So, I I I was happy to see that that new change on her. You know, and w- with that said, some some advice to anyone who may be listening. Sometimes you got to go in that closet, man. <laughs> you gotta throw that stuff out throw that old stuff out all right it's time to put some new threads on you know what, what's on outside represents what's going on inside and i know people are gonna say well clothes don't make the man. look all right it's a direct reflection all right going in going in some of that stuff in your cloud you got to get rid of it it's too old maybe it's too small it's too big but it's got to go going to get rid of that it's time for a new year you know, like, new year new year but, but, but i did i did like her i did like her change and actually seeing her smiling multiple times with the Pergale and all of that I, I thought it was cool and then also seeing the Pergale as good as they looked i was like okay cool so you guys are taking your time and you're spending good money so i like that i i did enjoy that and also seeing the the response of the people on the on the ship. Uh, when the Purgale started coming up, they were like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Maybe I don't think themselves. many people have seen them because they they seem to be, at least from Rebels and from this, they're kind of like a nomadic pod of whales that just like they're at the edge of like the galaxy. So, like, because hmm. they don't like a lot of like ships and stuff. So, and what it, do they eat? That's the question. What do they uh, eat? Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, because they do have kind of like baleen, sort of like regular whales do. So I guess they eat like space mycelium or something. I don't know. Yeah, some, maybe so. maybe so. Like some space essence that they like eat. I don't know. <laughs> but it, but it was, it was really cool to see those and how they like re- responded to seeing them like, you know, in, in person. I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: and yeah, and, the, and the new Ahsoka was really interesting too because part of the discussion she's having with Anakin is he's basically saying like I'm training you for a time of battle like you're going to be the person who who knows war and she's kind of like I think part of that for me when she comes out the other side where she's wearing the brighter clothes and she's happier and finding joy is that she's she's thinking like it's not only about that it's also about peace and so Mm -hmm. I want to do something that brings about peace that not just not just me being in a time of war over and over and over again I we need to get beyond that so we can get to a time of peace I thought that was her coming out with that and smiling that way was to me like the embodiment of that change which was cool
0: yeah very very cool I, I the her character art for this episode really great. It, it it was really the stamp of Ahsoka the show. You know, like uh, like yep. it really because up until now it seemed kind of like Sabine was the so she got her own real episode where she was able to deal with herself and see where she wanted to go and you know she chose life so you know she was basically fighting for her life you know underwater whether she was gonna like die or whatever and now she's chosen life so we'll see how that comes through even the way she fights from here on out because i'm sure she's gonna have to ignite a lightsaber at least once more um because uh it doesn't seem like when she gets to wherever the pergill are taking her it doesn't seem like thrawn is gonna be like oh well you got me (laughs) (laughs) right yeah exactly Uh, well all right you know (laughs) guess i'll just give up now um and also the moment with the touching the purgill or or reaching out to the pergil and them accepting her which was something that i felt was cool because i don't think you would get that response from a dark side force user right so you know her and ezra being two light side users being two jedi you know, it shows that the purgil you know, they they're on our side. They're on our side. Mm. Oh. <laughs> so I'll throw it I'll throw it over to you for uh final thoughts and where can they find you?
1: Yeah, final thoughts. I thought um like you said, this is the second really good episode in a row. Um I didn't like it as much as I liked the fourth episode. I like the fourth episode a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But this was essential for Ahsoka's character. The that ten minutes those 10-minute sequence of scenes where she's with Anakin were brilliant. Uh, Hayden Christensen, like he is really embodying that character. He felt like the character from The Clone Wars. He didn't feel as much like the character from um, Revenge of the Sith. He actually felt like the character from The Clone Wars. So good on him for realizing how to make that adjustment as an actor. Um, Yeah. He came through really strong with that. The young Ahsoka phenomenal like oh definitely brilliant i was (laughs) kind of shocked i mean star wars has like a star wars has like a hit or miss um nature with kid actors but um and and i don't think that she's really young i can't i don't know how old she is exactly but she just was yeah
0: she's if she's an adult she's short
1: at least (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, for sure i looked her up as an actress i'm pretty sure she's under 18 but um i don't know if she's like 16 or if she's like 14 or I don't, I don't know but but she was amazing like she did the stunts that she did if, mm-hmm. if that was a stunt coordinator i don't know but phenomenal like the the way that she she seemed like ahsoka from the clone wars hayden christensen seemed like anakin from the clone wars we had a few fan service things thrown in with seeing rex uh um, yep. and a couple other other characters in the background uh so overall yeah this is this was good this was a good um I think you you said it really well. This brings it back to Ahsoka being the focus, which was really needed. Um, and now we have an Ahsoka who is not as focused on war and battle, but more focused on how do we actually get to a place of peace. And that I think is going to change her perspective on what she trains Sabine for, because Sabine has grown up in war her whole life and um as growing up in the context of war as like a as like a rebel too so it's going to be really interesting to see how that impacts their relationship um you know hyperspace whales i think are fine like it doesn't really (laughs) bug me they did a good job with it um i'm still i'm still not sure how i feel about them going to another galaxy just because it's like it's from the very beginning it's been a long time ago in a galaxy far far away um not that I'm against it, per se. I like introducing new stuff, so that's cool. But like, how are you going to pull this off? Are they going to go to the new galaxy can, like a lot <laughs> like I would want to like if, if, if all of a sudden you were like, hey, by the way, there's another inhabitable galaxy that is just a, you know, a long series of jumps away, but we can get there like, come on. Everyone would want to go there. Like the Empire could could send a bunch of ships over there and just take over that galaxy and be like, hey, you guys have the old galaxy. We'll have the new galaxy. And like everything's cool, right? <laughs> like. Uh, so I, I, I don't know interesting it's very interesting obviously they're bringing Thrawn back so we'll get to see him it doesn't seem like Thrawn is going to have any well I could be wrong about this but it doesn't seem like Thrawn is going to have any impact over this particular s- series at all like he's by the time he shows up it's going to be like I'm back and then <laughs> that's it right like, yeah because it's, it's,
0: it's we have three episodes left so unless he shows up very next episode and, and still we have to jump back
1: yep Correct, we got to jump back, and then he would have to like band all of the remaining remnant forces of the empire together and then go fight somebody like in three episodes. Like, that doesn't seem like it's gonna happen to me. So, um, I think we're getting a little bit better footing of like where this is gonna end. And I think that it's gonna end with basically, um, I don't think Balin's gonna be around anymore, Shin, I think, will be around some more. We'll see. Um, but I think she's going to continue on. I think we're going to learn more about the whatever smoke thing there was with Maroc um, and then I also think that we're going to end up with Ahsoka and Sabine restoring the master-apprentice relationship, and it being stronger than ever. Um, and it's going to basically that's going to take us through the three episodes. Thrawn will be back in galaxy, and he'll be. I think he'll escape to... I don't know if Morgan makes it through. I think Morgan might be... This might be her last season. But I do think that Thrawn will then go on to get away somehow and then subversively bring the Empire back to to strength. So it's going to be... I think yeah. it's good. I mean, I think we're going to have three good episodes. I'm I'm excited about it. Um, you can find me on Twitter, at Jay Shear. Uh, discussing things with people about Star Wars Although, although I'm, I only kind of want to discuss Star Wars With like you and like my other friends I don't even want to be on Twitter <laughs> discussing Star Wars anymore Because some of these people oh, out here uh, It's too much man <laughs> I'm not interested um,
0: But so, yeah you I can don't want to talk on... about Star Wars with you guys
1: Yeah <laughs> Just a select few people I want to talk about <laughs> Star Wars with. Um, but yeah, you can find me uh, over on Orange Grove 55 doing the Story Geek show. We have been doing some Ahsoka shows as well. I always reference this show when I do those shows. because I'm like, oh, yeah, Michael and I just talked about this. It was, we, we talked about what do you guys think? Um, and then uh, you can also find me on How Stories Work with Jay Shear. And I've got some new content coming out over there as well, including a short film that we'll be filming Throughout the uh, end of the year, and probably releasing it early next year. So go check all that stuff out.
0: All right, that's what's up. That's what's up. And of course, on my end, the young Ahsoka scenes were super cool as well. The battles were great. The the sort of realizations and the and the conversations, whether it was with herself or with you know Anakin himself either of them they were both cool like you know regardless of it it was cool and seeing that change is you know it's it's what i need to kind of stay focused on this show so Mm -hmm. i'm glad we got it we got two in a row now we just need a third and we're going to be good so with that said guys us in the comments n-e-r-d-s-u-l facebook instagram twitter tiktok podcast all that jazz until the next time the pergil allow you to hitch a ride to another galaxy. This is from us to you, saying peace. <laughs>